We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mountain West Insider Podcast here on the Field of 68 Media Network. My name is Rob Doster. We have a good episode today. I was able to catch up with Keenan Blackshear from Nevada, who is averaging 19 points, five boards, and four assists for a team that is currently sitting at 3-0 with a win over Washington in Seattle, where uh, Keenan went for a cool 31-6-6. That is not a bad performance at all, if you ask me. Um, and it was a big win for the Mountain West overall because this past weekend, uh, as we discussed in the last episode, there were three games that you really needed to pay attention to. Nevada heading to Washington, San Diego State heading to BYU, and Mexico heading to St. Mary's. Unfortunately, San Diego State and New Mexico lost both of those games. Now, we're going to start with New Mexico here because I think the conversation is a little bit more uh, clear-cut. The Lobos are playing without Jalen House. He's got a hip injury. He is uh, hopefully going to be back next week for their MTE, but that is not 100% uh, guaranteed. Hip injuries can be a little bit annoying and a little bit of a nuisance and a little bit nagging. So it's better to let him get healthy now uh, in the hopes that he will be ready to go by the end of the season or just to kind of force it early at this point. Um, but, I mean, if you don't have your best player, if you don't have a guy that averaged 17 points and five assists for you last year, if you don't have a preseason all-conference guy and you're built around being a team that basically has two guards you can't say in front of and a couple guys around them, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you're going to lose the games on the road against top 25 competition. That's how these things go. So I'm not super concerned with that. I still think that this New Mexico team is very, very good. I think that they are going to be good enough to be able to put together a resume that is going to be in the mix for an NCAA tournament bid. And uh, I don't hate the call that our John Fanta had where he said that New Mexico can be a final four team. We'll see if that ends up coming to fruition. Uh, it's probably more likely that it doesn't than it does. But when you have a team with as many good guards as New Mexico has, anything can happen when you get to the month of March. Just ask FAU, who ironically enough, Keenan Blackshear transferred out of to enroll at uh, Nevada uh, before the 21-22 season. Um, as far as San Diego State is concerned, uh, I was a little bit more worried about that performance. Um, but I think more than anything, it's just a sign that uh, when you lose the amount of veteran 
experience that you lost when you're San Diego State after last year, it takes a little bit of time to kind of get back to what you were, right? Um, they need to develop Reese Dixon Waters. They need to get him to be a go-to guy. Uh, Lamont Butler's got to step up and be a little bit more of a focal point offensively, I believe. And they need to kind of figure out what they're going to be defensively when they don't have Nathan Mensa around the bucket, being able to erase everything and being able to take away uh, even the concept of a pick and roll. Um, so there's some kinks that they have to work through there, but I think if we've learned anything is that you just trust in Dutch, right? Like he is going to find a way to figure this thing out. And while it looks a little alarming because it is a loss on the road to an unranked team as a team that is coming off of a final four run, when things are all said and done, that's probably going to end up being a quad one win, right? At the very least, it's going to end up, I'm sorry, a quad one loss. At the very least, that's probably going to end up being a quad two loss. You could say the same thing about New Mexico losing at St. Mary's. Like, that's a free hit. It doesn't matter. It probably helps your uh, computer numbers simply playing that game, right? And um, especially when you factor in the fact that Jalen House was not available, like, you can even just kind of write that one off. Like the committee will, it'll be one of those things where it's yeah, as a quad one loss, they didn't have their best player. It is what it is. Same thing with heading to BYU. One thing we've seen about the big 12 year over year over year is that their computer numbers look fantastic and playing on the road against a team from the big 12 is going to help your computer numbers. They didn't get blown out. They lost by nine. So um, I don't want to necessarily say it was a free hit because it kind of means at least from my perspective, you got to change your your expectations of what uh, San Diego State will be, at least in the near term. But it's not something that is going to torpedo a season. I think San Diego State is going to very much be in the race to earn an at-large bid when things are all said and done. I think that New Mexico will probably be in and around that bubble conversation at minimum when things are all said and done. And I still think we're in a situation where you can get four, maybe even five teams out of the Mountain West into the NCAA tournament. So this idea that you got to start freaking out about things that are happening in this conference, let's it's 10 days into the season, guys. 10 days. Let's at least give it a month before we start uh, having a complete panic attack about the way things are going. All right. So before we get into this interview with Keenan, just a couple of uh, games that you probably want to keep an eye on and teams and events you want to keep an eye on. If you are a fan of Mountain West basketball, uh, Wyoming will be playing in the Myrtle Beach Invitational this week. Um Charleston's down there. St. Louis is down there. San Jose State is heading out to the Paradise Jam uh, to play. San Diego State will be playing in the Continental Tire main event, which is a four-team MTE that includes Xavier, Washington, and St. Mary's out in Las Vegas. Um, another chance to get a, a, a borderline top twenty to top twenty-five win there for um, for San Diego State and. I think the big one you got to keep an eye on is on Sunday afternoon, Boise State is making the trip to Little John Coliseum to take on Clemson, uh, a Clemson team that I think is probably going to finish top four in the ACC, a Clemson team that I think has a very real chance uh, to be a threat to make a lot of noise in college basketball this season. So um, I think that's a big one. I think that's a big opportunity for Boise State to prove who they are. I think that's a big opportunity to land what could very well be a marquee win for them uh, this season. But um, once you get into next week, that's when you start getting into feast week. That's when you start seeing things like the Maui and the ESPN events invitational. And uh, a lot of these, um, a lot of these events that go over Thanksgiving that are going to be 
big to be able to kind of stockpile a lot of big wins for a lot of teams in the Mountain West. So once things kind of settle out, uh, shake out there, we'll have you. We'll have another episode for you. Um, hopefully before Thanksgiving, I think we'll probably knock something out before Thanksgiving so that we don't have to sit here and record, uh, when I am trying to drink my whiskey and eat my turkey in solitude. So until then, uh, make sure you like, make sure you rate, make sure you review, make sure you subscribe, make sure you interact, make sure you engage, make sure you do all of those things that make me happy as a podcaster uh, and enjoy this interview with Keenan Blackshear, who has been the breakout star of the Mountain West Conference so far this season. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And now let me welcome on to the Mountain West Insider podcast, a fifth year senior, a graduate student and an Orlando native that is averaging 19 points, 5.3 boards and four assists for the three and O Nevada Wolfpack. That is Keenan Blackshear. What is going on, Keenan? How we doing, man? Thanks for being here. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me here. So uh, 3-0 start to the season. Can't really ask for much more than that. You go on the road. You went at Washington. Not a bad result to start off the year. Um, does it feel good? You know, you guys lost some talent in the offseason. Does it feel good to kind of get off to this, this quick start this season? Uh, me personally, I knew it was going to be fine. Uh, 
uh, we have a we have a culture here that's more just like united this year and just more just together. So I knew in the offseason, I was like, yo, like we're really deep and like like playing pickup with guys was like, yo, this is competitive and like and like I can't wait to see how this meshes together and all the lineups and all the personalities and game styles like mixing together. Like I was just so excited for that in the summer. I seen like what we can do and how hard we was working in the summer to now. So it wasn't really a surprise. So you're a you're a fifth year guy in your third season at Nevada. What did you do differently in the off season? What did you do differently when you were having some of those captains practices over the summer? How did you how did you guys get to this point where, as you said, you have a culture that's a little bit better this year? Uh, well, it really started at the NCAA tournament for me. Uh, I think I took like what four days off, like to really just clear my head and stuff like that, and get back to just like just relaxing, just decompressing from the season from last year. And I really just got right back to it. Uh, and then I went to Orlando and then I had myself on a schedule, like a very tight schedule, just waking up, running, uh, working out, and then probably eating, sleeping, working out again, and then running at night. Like I was like so like locked in to just being in shape, being in the best shape and just really just growing my IQ really. Cause I feel like IQ is a big thing, and yeah. And then practice, coach. Uh, coach Offer just pushes me to be the best player and just be like vocal, a leader, just a, a person that the young guys look up to. So yeah, with all that going on, is I gotta be good. When you look back at last season, right? I, I think it's inarguable that you guys had a good year, right? You made the yeah. NCAA tournament, and you won a lot of games. But the way that it ended it was not what you want. I'm sure what you wanted to, to have the end of the season be. You lost last to the regular season. First uh, got knocked out first round of the Mountain West tournament and the playing game in the NCAA tournament. How was yes. that? How did that motivate you guys? You said you took four days off to kind of decompress. Like how how did you how did you use the way that last year ended to kind of drive you moving forward? Me personally, in that four days, I didn't watch the film because I watched the film over over every game that I played. Uh, so far, so I didn't watch the film to like the beginning of this season to get motivation and just like see like you know like you was at this point and like I got two quick early fouls and I really didn't play in the NCAA tournament. That's how I explain it to my uh. That's how I tell tell the story because like by the time I get back in, like we're down twenty or like fifteen to a good Arizona State team and that just left a bad taste in my mouth. Really like. I'm very competitive and everybody in this program is very competitive. And mm -hmm. just to see like that happening on a big stage like that, I was, I was, yeah, I didn't take that. I didn't take that well. So I just used that as motivation just for this season. And you took it out on Washington. You had 31.6 boards and six assists against them. Um, you've <laughs> obviously had a great individual start to the season, uh, but some of your other guys, Nick Davidson, Jared Lucas has looked good so far this year. Who's, Who's kind of surprised you? Who's who's at the from from other guys on the roster? Like who have you been like? Oh wow, I didn't know he had that in his bag. Uh, you see it a lot in summer, but uh, really, I told Nick Davidson uh in the spring where we had spring workouts and stuff after the season. I was like, yo, like you ready for a big season? Because like I feel like me personally, just looking at you and like 
I know how much Nick works and things of that nature. I was like, yo, like, you're going to be a breakout player. Like, you're good. And, like, you can play professionally. I believe he can play professional because he has the IQ. He, he has the length. He has the versatility. He can shoot. He can he can just do a lot of things, and he's smart. So, like, playing with a player like that, I just try to instill confidence in him because, like, like I'm just – you're stepping into a new role, and then sometimes people have shaky feet, but I just try to, like, instill confidence in, like, all my teammates, really, and just tell them, like, yo, go out there and, like, do what you're working on, what I see you working on at 8 a.m. in the morning. So, yeah. You transferred from FAU. Yes. FAU last season played – San Diego State in the yeah. Final Four. Is it knowing how close you are to the two teams that kind of made that run? Right, you play in the same league as SD, uh, San Diego State. Um, you used to play uh, on on the same program that San Diego State beat in the Final Four. Is that yeah. something that kind of give you confidence? Like, look, this is, we, we can do this. You know, we we might have had a rough end of the year last year, but we can make this run. Uh, I feel as if. I'm just, we're just focused on going one and no every game. And we're so like, we're focused on our preparation and the whole talk over the summer is just being heat culture and how the heat play basketball and carry themselves and how professional they are and how they just go hard and just play for each other. That's what we're trying to create here in Nevada. And I feel as if we have done that these past three games really. And yeah, we can only grow and everybody's missing shots right now. So we're not shooting the best uh, as a team right now, but I know it's going to be a breakthrough. And then once the shot starts falling, our defense uh, connectivity keeps ramping up because I feel like our defense is what's good right now, how physical we are. I feel as if we're going to be a, a monster going on. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're if you're not making shots and you're sitting here putting up eighty points in, in three straight games and sitting here at three and zero, that's a, that's not a bad thing to be doing right now. Um, did did you play with any of the guys that were on the team last year at FAU? Do you still know any of them? Yeah, I played with Elijah Martin, uh, Nick Nick Boyd, Janelle Nelly, uh, as we call him, uh, Gian. Uh, yeah, I still talk to him to this day. I just literally. Uh, Talk to Nick Boyd today, just basically telling him, like, yo, I, I love what y'all did versus, like, uh, Eastern Michigan. I watched the game, and I was like, yo, like, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing because, like, uh, being there during that time, I was one year older than him, and we all worked we all worked at FAU. Like, it's a working culture over there. I, I just tip my hat to them. I love what they're doing over there, really. Was it was it fun to see them make that run? And did you see that coming? Like, uh, did you kind of know the framework was there? Because I think that caught ever that caught me by surprise seeing them go from being uh, what they were to being like that good to being thirty five and three, final four good. I didn't think that that, that was what was uh, in the cards for them. I always felt it was good. Uh, really, uh, I always tell people like Coach Coach Dusty May. He he's he's a great coach. Uh, uh, he's a person who tells the truth to you regardless of who you are or how you're feeling. And he pushes you to be better. And uh, he's the person who taught me how to watch film, really. Uh, mm -hmm. Taught me how to watch film, things to look at, just, like, little things to just notice during the game. And I'm forever thankful for that. And I know how much he just puts into, like, having unselfish players and 
unselfish play in basketball really leads to success because once there's no egos on the team and once it doesn't matter if I have 12 or 25 or two points, the team is unstoppable really if if everybody's just on the same mission. So I really just love – I love their culture over there too. You come from a basketball family, right? Yeah. Your, uh, your, your brother played for Buzz Williams at Virginia Tech, Kerry Blackshear. Um, yeah. I love, I loved his, uh, the, the team, his, um, his last season there with Justin Robinson and, and some of the point guards ahead. So they I got to ask you, you know, four. yeah, they should have, you know, the question I'm going to ask you, right? You play him right now. Who's winning one-on-one? Uh, me personally, I think it's just, <laughs> it's just like, I, t- I, I was always a one-on-one type of player. Uh, like a, yeah, like I used to really, as a young kid, I used to re- rather play one-on-one or play like two-on-two, something like that, just play pickup rather than work out. Now that I got older, I, I, I really love working out. But, yeah, I don't think he can he can mess with me in ones. That's <laughs> that's something he can't do. If I said uh, – if I asked him that same question, would he get the same answer? Uh, He will have to get the same answer. <laughs> he's going to have to. So you're from Orlando and you went to FAU uh, out of high school. How did you, how did you end up in Reno? How did you make it to Nevada? What's the story on that recruitment? It's a, it's low key a crazy story. Not being like a, like my brother, my sister, they was like highly recruited out of high school. I was just the, the kid who was just like mid level, like not all that good. But I really had to, like, look look deep inside and like work for what like I got now. So like. Uh, coming out of high school, uh, I, I didn't have a lot of offers. Uh, went to FAU, didn't really play my first year like that, but I played. I started some and took took the opportunity because some vets got hurt, so I had to step up, and that that helped me. And then the next summer, uh, got really uh got better. I feel like I, that was the best summer of my life. My my freshman year going into my sophomore year, and then after that. Jumped in the transfer portal. My first year here at, uh, at Reno was – it was rocky because the team we had, we had Grant Sherfield, Dez Cambridge, Warren Washington, Will Baker. Just on paper, that just looks crazy. And we didn't succeed. And then last year we had a good year and then to now. So – it's been a it's been a road. It's definitely been a tough road to uh, get to now. But, was it an adju- adjustment for you moving to Pacific time? Because every time I'm out there, I can never keep track of, of what time yeah, it is. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a a, a headache. Yeah, just meeting a new culture, uh, culture of people. Basically, being in Florida my whole life, essentially. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's crazy. The time difference is crazy. People is crazy. Yeah, it's just it's different. It's very different. But yeah. Are you are you a big Disneyland guy being from Orlando? I never went to Disneyland in my life. You never been to Disneyland once? Never. Universal. Universal, yeah. Why Universal over Disney? Uh Universal is a a great like it's I feel like it's more mature. It has way better rides. And also you could take you can go on a date there. It's yeah, it's it's always fun. It's always fun. Disney's a little for for maybe a younger crowd than uh, yeah. where you are right now. What's the what's your favorite? Are you a roller coaster guy? 
Yeah, I can be. Sometimes. <laughs> it's not pain saying that, man. You had a, you had a bad experience on a roller coaster. Uh, I lost my slide one time. <laughs> I had some slides on it, and it flew <laughs> off, and I I walked around the park with one slide on. <laughs> so that's a, that's a dark memory. <laughs> what did you do? You just spent the whole day wearing one one slide. Uh, I left right after that. I was, <laughs> I was so mad. I remember it. I was so mad. I just, I was like, yeah, I can't do this no more. I had to just go home. Do you, do you know the history of, of Steve Alford? Like, do you, were you aware of who he was when you committed there? Uh, No, not really. But I used to, I used to really watch those UCLA teams with Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson was one of my favorite players. Uh, Growing up, I was like, yo, like, a 6'9 point guard, like, that is crazy. Like, and just to think, like, now I have the coach that coached him and just led him through those things. So he tells me things about that. Him having Lonzo Ball, he tells me things about that also. And he just really just, like, take what he sees from them and just, like, integrate it into our team and stuff like that. And. He's a great coach. He's a, he's, I feel like he changed my life, like, for a, for a good cause. Like, he brought this competitive nature out of me, like, that I didn't know I had. And, well, I was always competitive, but he brought, like, he brought it to, like, forefront, like, mental toughness, toughness, being able well, to. He do, said, you love working out now. Like, yeah, it, it I love changed it. your mindset. I love, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um. When he was, because when he was a player, man, he was, Back in the day, he, he was, was a dog. Oh yeah, like he, he was. Steve Alford was was a he was a big deal. He was a big deal back in the eighties. He was yeah, he was a big deal. Does he still challenge you guys to shooting contests? Because I gotta oh, imagine yeah. someone with his kind of pedigree. Would, he's, uh, he's competitive. He's like like that type of competitiveness. Like you can't you can't turn it off. And yeah, he'll challenge you to anything. Trash can ball. What else? Tennis. What track? Track if he could do it, he, he think he can win at everything. So you gotta love a coach like that who who's just so competitive like that. Yeah, and it fits with the fits with the new Keenan Blackshear, huh? Yeah, fits with <laughs> Keenan Blackshear. Are you beating him in the shooting contest though? Uh yeah, he always try to take me to free throw shooting contests and stuff like that. Oh, and he the, doesn't want that. He can't can't reach from the three point line anymore, huh? Yeah, yeah, he getting old. He's getting real old. <laughs> well, well, listen, man, I appreciate you jumping on the uh, the Mountain West Insider podcast. It's good to catch up with you. Best of luck this season. I need more of these 31-6-6 and six games out of you, all right? I got you. I got you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you so much.